I just wrapped up a soft launch of our leveraged business accelerator program. And I have to say, it was tough. I could see so many successful launches happening, but again, I held back. I told myself I couldn't compete because I wasn't ready. I was too busy juggling balls. In this episode, based on questions I've been getting about product launch formulas, I'm busting the myths about what it takes to launch your program successfully. Come get the inside story. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every week I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Welcome everybody to the Leverage Business Podcast and today we're busting myths about successful product launches. I'm basing this on questions that I've been getting from people about all these program launches that we see here, there and everywhere and whether or not it really is necessary to get sales by doing these kind of launch strategies. Well, I just wrapped up a soft launch for our Leverage Business Accelerator program. And I did a soft launch because I kind of just didn't want to go in with two feet. I didn't want to dive in too uh, quickly with this. I'm still testing the water. It's a program that I used to run for corporates in a different kind of style, different kind of titling um, around digital transformation. But it follows a very similar structure. But I have to say, even doing a soft launch, it was tough. You know, I think there's a lot of uncertainty around what I wanted in terms of my targets and also the fear of success. If, you know, I got too many people interested, would I have time to actually deliver it? So I kind of wanted to go through today what it takes to launch your program successfully to some extent, but also just to be totally open and and authentic about you know, what this business of of product launches, program launches actually is all about and, you know, how you perhaps could do things differently without giving yourself that tremendous pressure and time frame to get everything done. Back around this time last year, I'd just finished writing my book. I embarked on planning for the podcast and I wanted to design a mentoring program that goes with it. And if you listened or watched the webinar podcast I did that released on New Year's Day, he'll have followed the journey that culminated in a very productive 2020, despite pretty special circumstances for everyone, really. And I was just starting to put together the materials for the Leverage Business Accelerator program when COVID-19 hit. And over the months that followed, everything felt less predictable, less I don't know, less motivating somehow because the the future was very uncertain. And even though I knew books, podcasts and online learning don't require anything face to face and I was pretty well set up, I knew that the program would be an online and a virtual experience. But even then, I did wonder if people's focus would be elsewhere and if they were worried about what money they were spending, probably more than ever. 
In the UK, certainly, I see many people in the consulting, coaching and practice-based professions feeling utterly confused and concerned about the future. Client work's been cancelled, including my own corporate clients. Face-to-face work it hasn't been possible. And people were being laid off. Kids weren't in school. Families were really feeling the strain. And, and particularly for women, I think, we're juggling many, many balls. So I had to wonder who was going to spend money on a program amidst all of that stress and uncertainty. My target market were small business owners and many were falling fast into dire financial straits. Even though I knew I could help them, and I was desperately wanting to help them. I convinced myself somehow that it wasn't the time to launch the Leverage Business Accelerator right now. And I waited to see how things progressed. So, I mean, fast forward to 2021 and and looking back, you know, I could see many, many successful launches happening um, even during the pandemic um, peaks. Um, And who knows if we're actually out of a peak or about to go into another one. But even so, I held back. Um, I'm pretty annoyed with myself for doing that in some ways because I, I was telling myself I couldn't compete somehow that I wasn't ready and I was juggling all these balls and how could I fit it in? And, and if it was successful and I, and I got loads and loads of people on it, how could I actually deliver it when I was already committed to, to doing many other things? And for me, like super organized me, um, and I'm an e-learning specialist, do you think it would be incredibly easy and straightforward? But actually, um, I mean, I had content that was market ready and I can't believe I kind of made this whole challenge about me rather than the people that I could help. And it it was definitely a case of imposter syndrome creeping in there. So, I mean, I totally understand how people feel about that. Anyway, I kept the faith, basically. I knew my methodology for turning businesses around works really well. And on the consulting tech and mentoring side, I'd already helped both organizations and small businesses get unstuck and break through their bottlenecks and fix what's not working and create more leverage for long-term sustainable growth. I knew these things about myself, that I was good at doing this. And from the coaching side, I I totally understand the common frustrations and the the mindset marketing and money solutions as part of my intro um, there. Uh, And if I wasn't ready now, I, I never would be. And I kind of push that onto you too, that sometimes you have to take imperfect action and you have to sort of put something out and into the marketplace. So I launched anyway (laughs) and it definitely was more of a soft launch as I said not a big song and dance it's not really my personality to do some big great launch and get lots of you know joint venture partners on board etc but taking action has really really helped me focus in on what's important to my clients and to the people that I most want to help. So that's the sort of gift in the in the problem that I was facing, if you like. I knew that my launch content was good, but anyone would spend money on a program. I wasn't quite sure. Actually, it ended up lots of people were quite prepared to spend money on a program. And, you know, people know that they've got to pivot. And you, you, you have a, an offer where you're helping people get unstuck and to make a change that's in a very difficult circumstance, then, you know, they're, they're really hungry for it. People have got more time now as well to, to learn stuff, to read stuff, to work on things and to spend time within a program and within a community really getting themselves unstuck. 
People have got more urgency. So the upshot is, despite the dire circumstances, we did surprisingly well. And nonetheless, it was a struggle. Um, I didn't hit my launch goals, I have to say, but that's not a bad thing because it was a stretch. And I, I kind of went in half-hearted, if you like. So that's why you might call it a soft launch, but it was a kind of a very tentative putting my toe in the water. And we realized also that we needed more lead-in time and a bigger audience for this particular offer. And although the book and podcast were doing well, and I'd gone in at half the usual price point for the program, my list really wasn't big enough in this particular niche to launch something right out of the gate. And I learned that really uh, an important lesson um, for myself about launches. And that's a great win, actually, because success in a launch isn't just about making six figures. It's about making sure we have the financial runway to build something that's going to be sustainable. Because the expenditure as you grow your business is quite scary if, you, if you've not got a control on it. And from what I know, talking with people in my strategy calls, the questions that I, that I get often is around things that you're not doing, which is actually cutting off your oxygen supply. So either by bootstrapping or not getting the mentoring you need to succeed, you're, you're trying to take shortcuts where there are no shortcuts. I'm not saying that you have to do a launch. I'm not a big believer in product launches, to be honest, which is, again, probably why I went in half-hearted. Because I think if you've got a connection to your audience and you've got an offer, you, you, you will get a steady stream of interest into that. The difficulty with some programs is where it's cohort-based. Um, so you want to have a critical mass of people to take through at any given time. And that's often why you end up in these kind of launch cycles, because your program runs twice a year, three times a year. But if you work in a different way through like a membership site, so you get people in and they come in, you know, on a rolling kind of program and they join the community and they work with you um, through taught modules and through one to one support um, it can have a very different um, way of getting success. You don't have to do a big launch. Um, you just have to know how many people in any given period you're able to support either by yourself or if you have other people working with you. So my experience certainly over the past what, five, ten years is that you can't bootstrap and expect to reap the big bucks. Um, at some point, you have to put your foot you know, properly into the game. It's actually more stressful trying to get your product to market on a shoestring. It's more stressful trying to make sales when you have a small audience and you, you can't go in alone and not expect to fall over a few times before you get things lined up. Um, my problem with this launch and why I took the so-called soft launch approach is threefold. One, I don't actually like the launch model. Two, I tried to take a shortcut. And three, I tried to run before I'd walked. Now, again, I, this program is something that I run in terms of the, the process, my expert process with uh, corporate organizations. So it's not, it's not a new program in that sense, but the audience is different and therefore the offer is different and the delivery is different. There's a reason why many people decide not to run this launch model, especially after trying it and having it flop. 
because so much rides on it, you know, your reputation, if you like, um, as much as anything, or, or just your sort of personal sense of pride and your self-confidence. The better approach and the one I'm sticking to is outreach. I'm not convinced the usual launch strategy of challenges and boot camps is always the way forward. And I think particularly if you're more on the on the coaching and consulting side rather than uh, the course business side. People are tired of, of that that constant launch kind of um, model. They want connection. They don't just want content. And think about how quickly you can build rapport and form a bond with someone in person or even over Zoom. Sending out a series of nurturing messages via email is never going to come close to a real conversation, right? When you can see or hear the other person, the connection happens way faster because there are all kinds of visual cues, body language, intonation, eye contact. And if you look at the person or the camera when you're talking to them, of course, then even more so. So um, we, we actually touched on that in my interview with Andy Laparta back in episode three about the um, the trials and tribulations of, of, of Zoom. Studies have proved that these face-to-face kind of situations, really these conversations, they really nurture that sense of trust that no matter how good your sales copy it is 10 times harder um, in the written word. When you're working at the high end, so like if you have a, a, a 2K price for your program and you're not selling like a $97 course or a membership, your time is best spent reaching out to your target audience and sharing great content for sure, but growing the relationship and building trust. And so you can actually do really, really well with a launch, as I found out, with a reasonably small list because the people there are people that you've reached out to on a one-to-one personal level. I feel conversation is key. If you can have a good consultative session with a potential client for your program and through that dialogue, they, they get an aha moment, it really creates a bond. It really creates that kind of I can do this mentality. And so they, they really want to continue to, to see that kind of uh, transformation by working with you. And because you're able to shine a light on maybe what's been a blind spot for them for quite some time, it really has quite a big impact on them. You get kind of instant credibility with them. When you show up for your perfect people, they show up for you. Plus, it means you're able to pre-qualify everyone who joins your program when you've actually hopped on a call with them. And when you just persuade them through your launch content or attempt to persuade them through your launch content, you never really know who you're going to get in your program or if they're a good fit for what you do or how you work with people. If it's just moving them to, you know, add to, add the program to cart, buy now button kind of thing, it, it really t- takes quite a risk on your part then to know what the group is going to be like, who you get. So whether you're launching a program or just trying to sell a high-end one-to-one service, your sales process may need some tweaking. People are struggling with energy, focus, motivation. They're full of anxiety, questions and dilemmas. They may still need what you offer, but reaching them, keeping their attention and getting to a yes, that feels good for both of you. That means you'll have to pack way more into a launch strategy than may have worked previously. And certainly, I think in today's climate, the the bar is even higher in that way. 
when you offer connection, human being to human being, you won't have to do a lot of extra nurturing and follow up to get people to come to a decision to sign up with you. It's why I believe moving everything towards the invitation to talk, to have a real conversation, is the winning model for building the relationship needed for people to know you, like you, trust you and work with you, particularly when you're offering a high ticket program. People do not want yet another launch. We're tired of it. That's at least my opinion. I don't know about you. Maybe you love it. Maybe you really enjoy the, the, the whole you know, high that you get from a product launch and the kind of free stuff that you get from people's product launches. I don't know. But I believe what people want most is clear direction and real connection. So my advice, show up for your people, not just your launch plan. If you want to book a free 30-minute discovery call with me, let's have a chat. Let's have a talk about what's actually in your way at the moment and just have a real person-to-person conversation. And if it's something that I feel that I can help you with, then we may well move to see whether or not the Leverage Business Accelerator program is right for you. But there's no obligation. I really just want to serve you and to get for you to get clarity, to get confidence in your next step forward. The link for scheduling an aha conversation with me is in the show notes for this episode, which is at jallison.com forward slash podcast and scroll down to episode 21. So that's it. Pretty short episode from me today. Hope it was useful. Just a little bit of authenticity on my side and a bit of sharing. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions, please do just contact me directly or through social media. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.